Welcome to this week's Henchman of Comics. I'm Alex Eschback. And I can't live if living is without you. I'm Matt. What's up, buddy? I feel like that's like some sort of like 80s or early 90s like love song. Uh, it is the greatest love song ever written by one Harry Nilsson. Okay. The man with the best voice of all time. That's a, that's a bold assumption. Uh, there were some things, apparently, I've been told uh, that based off of pitch and vocal range, he is widely considered to have one of the greatest male voices of all time. So suck it, Alex. Well, they haven't heard Fat Mike. so No, they have. They, yeah. they have. <laughs> you remember the old uh, Next uh, MTV show? Yeah. <laughs> Fat Mike. Next, just he rolled out off the bus, <laughs> thing two bars. Which is weird that preacher didn't agree to be on it. They just kind of started filming him, just like, hey, we got drugs. You want to come on this bus? He's like, okay. Oh, man. That was one of the greatest television shows of all time. There was also somebody, uh, oh, no. Oh, what was the other show where they would like uh, go and look at your room? Oh, yeah. I forgot all about that. The, yeah. the, I always remember that for MTV dating shows, singled out. You know, there was like, was like a hundred like men or like a hundred women. And then you had a question where you, depending on how you answer, you either eliminated or you, or you stayed or you stayed around. Oh, I like that. Yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. That could, that's up to some great producer shenanigans too, potentially. Yeah, the golden era of, of MTV reality yeah. dating shows. The 2005 yeah, exactly. to 2010 dating show era. Yes. Yep. Yeah, we had somebody in my high school who was on the the room show where essentially one person would go and uh, look at three dudes' rooms and then decide whether or not they, you know, they would pick which one they yeah, wanted yeah. to be with. They might meet their parents or yeah. their friends or something, too. Yeah, we had a dude on that. That's pretty great. I want to go back to that era of dating shows. Yeah. He had uh, that... Uh, that was that really cool time where he had what we called Ryan Cabrera hair, which is basically just Jersey Shore hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it's, it's still a timeless look. Oh, yeah. Uh, honestly, the world was a better place then. Uh, I will say, too, I should say at the top, if the audio sounds a little strange, it's because I'm we're recording this. I'm in a hotel room right now. Yeah, good job, Alex, for yeah. having zero preparation. Yeah, because oh, I, yeah, I completely forgot to tell Matt that I was going to be gone this week. Oh, so, yeah, 100%. Yeah, uh, we didn't discuss this, but what day did you leave? Uh, Wednesday? Yeah. Wednesday. Oh, yeah, so we had, oh, my God, we had five days we could have recorded. Yeah. I watched to be this. fair, though, I, I didn't see the marbles until Tuesday. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, okay, so here's what I, I like. I always love this question when we go, when we go to the movies. Uh, how did you watch this film? In what uh, format? What was the audience like? Uh, Tuesday. The, I saw it, I want to say, at like a 12.30, 12.20 Tuesday showing uh, at the Warren and like a recliner theater, not 3D, so, not IMAX or anything. It was sold out. Uh, no, but it was a pretty good crowd. There was like 20-ish people there, which I thought was pretty good for a Tuesday that early. That's good for a fancy theater for, yeah, for the time of the day, yeah. time of the week. That's great. I went and saw it. Um, IMAX 3D. Okay. Opening wow, week. Three. Yeah. Yeah. I did the I did the matinee show. I did the early bird showing, so it wasn't super crowded. Early. Yeah, yeah. In fact, it was pretty empty. We probably only had maybe a hundred people in there, but it was great. I yeah. I had a, a wonderful time. 
watching this film. And I cannot wait to really get into it after we talk about the news of the week. So what news do you have for us? Um, good news, bad news. I don't know if this is good news or bad news is, is the version of that. Uh, but Taika Waititi will not be involved with Thor four, Thor five. Sorry. Which, which like, uh, I'm fine with, I, I like directors like having it like as like a trilogy kind of sure. like guardians is James Gunn's guardian trilogy and guardians continue. Then it will be with somebody else's vision. Uh, well, we're not getting a Thor trilogy. No, no, no. I'm saying that, like, if there's next door, Taika, Taika already did three. So, like, that, that was Taika's trilogy. Oh, did what was his second one? Uh, no, you're right. He only did two. You're right. Yeah, he does not yeah, have yeah. a trilogy. Yeah, no, he doesn't. Okay. No. What a quitter. Yeah. I don't care <laughs> if that man is tied to, like, 25 other projects. Man, people really shit on that that uh, Thor 4. I know. I'd be... I'd be interested to revisit it and, and look at it with fresh eyes. Yeah. I might hate it more. I don't know. Um, next bit of news. This is uh, a bad news, bad news scenario. Okay. All 2024 Marvel films have been pushed out of the year 2024, except for Deadpool. Yeah. Yeah. It's brutal. Cool. Yeah. Whack. Uh, yeah. sag Afra strike ended, so yeah. there's the- New silver lining. Yeah. Uh, so we can now get all the details about how Taylor Swift is going to make a cameo for three seconds in this movie. I uh, can't wait. Um, Blade is going to be R-rated. We have a confirmation. Yes, which is awesome. I was really hoping to be PG-13. I think PG-13 movies really top the top the charts and are much better films than R-rated films. Mm-hmm. Why do you need to just cut up a few more bodies and shows? You, you, you constantly say that. Yeah, I'm a proponent of PG-13 movies. Um, Despite everything going on with the strikes, uh, Superman is still slated for its uh, 2025 release, which, I mean, it was so far advanced, and James Gunn seems to be the only person working on it, that that was really the conclusion that I was drawing well in advance as well. Yeah, it's interesting. It seems like none of the DC stuff has publicly been delayed due to the strikes. you know, they were in a, in a weird holding pattern anyways, because yeah. they were creating an entire new universe from absolute nothing. Yeah, I know Creature Commandos is still set to be released at its scheduled time. I'm sure Marvel's animated shows are the same, because animation wasn't affected by the strikes. Um, that is true. However, on the note of animation and animation delays, uh, Invincible, uh, according to Mr. Robert Kirkman himself, will not be able to hold a one season per one year with the rigors of the animation styles that they use. And so that's crazy me considering that it's only I want to say like an eight episode or 10 episode. It seems so, like a fucking cop out to me. Yeah. Uh, but maybe they're doing maybe it to like to give the animators better lives. Studios don't yeah. have, you know, the wherewithal that, that these other ones do. They're sure, yeah. you know, to make that show at that place. It's yeah. a lot of fucking money. It's not like Disney where they're just churning that shit out regularly. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Fine, I guess. Um, there's obviously been a lot of stuff going along with uh, Jonathan Majors recently. Yeah. Um, there's been reports that the writer is no longer attached to Avengers King Dynasty. Uh, and it was also announced that the director is no longer attached to Avengers King Dynasty. And we are curious how long the title King Dynasty is going to be attached to the film Avengers King Dynasty. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. I also saw that 
the the new Daredevil showrunners, they said, they said they're in the weeds of everything. Like they're watching the old stuff that was already shot, but they're also knee deep in like Daredevil comics and watching like the Netflix show and basically making a huge pile of notes and storyboarding and all that. It's not like a big bunch of fucking comic book nerds, if you ask me. <laughs> losers. But I I, I kind of like that approach better than just watching the show and being like, okay, what can we salvage from this and let's do our thing. I like that they're also going back to like the root of what the character was while trying to find a vision for their show. Yeah, they're also going back and revisiting a lot of original The Roots performances. Yeah, exactly. As well. So look for yeah. some quest love uh, appearances in this <laughs> in this next season. Uh, we got a trailer. We got a big old trailer, buddy. Do you know what it is? No, it's off my head, I don't. Oh, man, probably the greatest trailer I've ever seen. Um, there's just one company that's really been nailing everything that they do, not only trailer-wise, but movie-wise, and that's Sony. So we got the joys of watching the Madam Web trailer. There's a Madam Web trailer out? Wow. Yeah. Uh, Let me did you watch the trailer? It's being made fun of so bad online. Okay. I, when I went and saw the Marvels, they had like a little like poster of like upcoming movies, like big releases. And like in the bottom right corner, I said, or I saw Madam Web, like February 14th. And I was like, I completely forgot that movie was in existence. I'd be surprised if it was even in production, but apparently I was wrong. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So technically, I guess there will be two Marvel films next year. One of them will be, um, well, we kind of wish it would just go the way of, of Bat, Batgirl or Batwoman. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Brutal. Well, it'll be a nice, it's, it's a Valentine's Day weekend, so we can take our better halves and enjoy a wonderful movie. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, Sydney Sweeney's in it. Uh, if your sweetheart's into Sydney Sweeney, Adam Scott's in it, isn't he? Yeah, uh, he's in the trailer for that long too. Okay. It was like a half a line in the trailer, and I was like, "Oh, hey, it's my boy." And then all, all the <laughs> all desire right after afterwards for me went right out the window. What did right. I see? Um. So what looks what looks better trailer wise oh, don't ask raven me. or yeah. madam web i thought about this and if if there's a third option of a gun i'm choosing the third option good <laughs> oh, did boy. you okay in your screening in the marbles did they show a trailer for uh aquaman e- yes okay same in mine which i don't think it looks bad by any stretch but that trailer showed way too much of the movie. I thought so too. Now, now, granted, I walked in late and high, so it's a little different for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know that I saw all of it. Um, okay, to that level that you did. Okay, um, but I he, sure, it, I do remember that trailer being long as fuck. Yeah, it was a long trailer. <laughs> There's almost like a thousand trailers during that showing too as well. There were so many trailers. I got there purposefully late and I was like, oh man, I'm going to be walking into this theater. The movie's going to click right on. I walked in there 15 minutes after the scheduled showtime with my popcorn and my drink fresh from the parking lot stinking. And I watched a solid 15 minutes of trailers. No, you're exactly right. Because I checked my phone after the last trailer played when we started. And it was 30 minutes after the showtime. Yeah, I think I got in there. Maria Menounos was finishing up her bullshit. And like, yeah, no, because they showed showed some trailers. They showed a commercial. And they showed trailers after that. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, it was weird. It's like, sorry, we showed you so many trailers. Let's take a break and show you yeah. an ad real quick. Yeah. No. Uh, we got more news, too. We're not oh, doing news. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What if season two, December 22nd, officially announced? Bam. Uh, Didn't they release some of the episode titles? They probably did. If I got those. They, they had a nice poster along with it that looked all holiday. So I'm sure that we know a good chunk of what's going to be a, a part of what if season two already. If not, you know, we might be able to insinuate everything potentially. Almost positive myself in some way. Okay. Well, I'm going to keep rolling with uh, okay. a couple of other little, little bits. Uh, okay. Well, I've got them right now. It's, it's going to be nine episodes. What if Gamora killed Thanos? Okay. I think that what one's going to be what if Gamora killed Thanos. What if Captain Carter finds Hydra Stomper? So that's obviously a continuation from season one. Yeah. Uh, what if the Tesseract landed in the Haudenosaunee Confederacy before the colonization of America? I obviously butchered that, but that's obviously an, an indigenous uh, Native American tribe or indigenous tribe to the Americas. What if Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne fought the Red Guardian during the 1980s? So I'm excited about that one because I love David Harbour's Red Guardian. Yeah, that'd be fun. What if Yondu delivered Star-Lord to Ego? Oh, yeah. Shit. Dark. What if Happy Hogan saved Christmas? Love that. What if Wanda had grown up watching musicals instead of sitcoms? Oh, Okay. And what if Odin and Hela had faced Winwu? I don't know who Winwu is. And what if the Avengers had fought Surtur? Which Surtur we saw at the beginning of the last Thor, I want to say. Okay. Like the big dragon. Oh, Fire okay. dragon, I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah. That wasn't uh, the one that he killed at the very beginning of Thor 3, right? I think so. Maybe it was. I can't remember. Like that hell demon thing? Yeah, sort of like a big fire hell demon type. Yeah, yeah. At the beginning of Thor 3, he he takes him down to some okay. and It's pretty badass. He's like in a cage and making quips. Yeah. Um, some other big news. Uh, the engineer is going to be the villain in Superman Legacy or be a villain. Okay. Yeah, I imagine a villain if I had to guess. Yeah, you're probably not going to relaunch your whole DC and have the engineer. Yeah. Uh, Harley Quinn Season 5 announced. Yeah. Great. Awesome news. Uh, Steven Young is going to be playing Sentry in the MCU. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and then probably the coolest news of all, and also least expected news, uh, it was just a flurry, I want to say, on Thursday, and then it was kind of confirmed. Uh, Pedro Pascal, Reed Richards. Really? Yep. I, I love Pedro Pascal, so I'm okay with that. Yeah. People were like, I mean... I guess everybody was yeah. pumped about Krasinski, but like, yeah, yeah, shit, that didn't have to be Krasinski to me. Yeah, same I here. Fine, I think he was yeah. right home worthy, but yeah, tight. I honestly kind of like it. Yeah, me too. Um, all right, let's get into the Marvels. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm so fucking excited. Uh, what did you think about like the opening credit scene type thing where we've got the uh, the comics being drawn? Um, by Miss Marvel, I love that, and it felt very much like Miss Marvel, the comic and the TV show as well, too. Yep, it also felt like what a lot of us nerds did when we were young kids and drew yes. our own comic books. If you're yes. ever one of those kids that drew your own comic books in school, in elementary school, or whatever, I did that shit. 
I I gave up on it after like a week. Not her. She's she's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kamal yeah. talented. Yeah. Or very solid. I'd say pursue it. The, oh, what, what were your thoughts going into this movie before? Uh, before you saw it, just excitement. It's okay. I knew it was going to be a popcorn movie, so I got a. Uh, I usually get a small popcorn for myself. I got a medium popcorn and I ate every bite of popcorn and I don't ever do that shit. <laughs> I was just excited. I yeah, yeah. It's a fun movie. It's not super duper long. So no, I thought I liked too. Yeah, I think it's an hour and 40 minutes, which I was like, yes, like, that's a movie like, like this should be. This is, doesn't need to be like a two hour, 10 minute movie or anything. You can pack emotion. You can yes. pack story and all that. And they proved it. And it feels tight. Yeah, it feels like a tight movie. It doesn't feel like it drags on at all through any part. No, it honestly seemed like, um, and I'm going to jump way ahead, unless there's something you want to get to here. No, no, go ahead. Um, it seemed like they they really just laid out bullet points of what are the important things that we need to do with these three characters. Yeah. Um, and the the part that made the most sense to me, and I was like, of course, if I was predicting what was in this movie, it's going to be a montage of them practicing switching. Yes, but I, I love that montage though. It, it was so well done because it's like, how can it, we? Perfect. And like, and like, like, how can we get them to be and like, not be a disaster for what, whatever inevitable fight scene will happen when they use their powers and they switch? And you're not relying on a bunch of CG for that. It's simple yeah. camera works and camera tricks. Yes. Really basic. So it looks extra good. And uh, it was a nice way to show the relationship growing and developing over that period of time without forcing it to be so exposition on screen. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then right after that, my next thing that I would say you have to have in a movie where people are constantly switching bodies is a fight scene where they're constantly switching bodies. Yeah. And you get right off the bat. What did it you was think a lot of fun. Opening fight sequence. That, uh, I think in this one, I want to say the first one was directed by Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck. Nia DaCosta uh, wrote and directed the Not Marvels. Uh, she probably, most recently she did the Candyman remake. Uh, oh, good for her. That was, yeah, yeah. That was a really good film. Uh, and it's, this movie is totally, obviously, very different. Oh, uh, I, I drew a lot of similarities, but okay. Yeah. I'm excited but, to hear thought they were different. Uh, what I love is that, like, this movie does a good job of keeping the charm and exuberance of, of Miss Marvel. Like, yep. Miss Marvel just sucks you into this movie, and you feel all the joy that, that, that she feels. Yep. Yeah, when she feels weird or awkward, you feel a little weird or yes. awkward. Uh, whatever she's feeling or vibing, you're just she. Amon Valani just radiates positivity and yes. makes me smile if I see her smiling. She's one of those types of people. And us, uh, uh, I love that we got her family in this movie for a good chunk too. I, I didn't need her friends from Miss Marvel to be in it because it would have felt forced. But her family being part of it felt earned to the movie. It felt right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. It was perfect. And I, I really loved all those opening jokes when they were, you know, figuring it out and fleshing it out. And yes. She realizes that Captain Marvel was just in her bedroom. Her house. Yes. And all that. Yeah. Uh, and her and parents then, accused them of being in league together. Yeah. Together. <laughs> I also love so much the good. thing when Kamala had the, the shield tablet, tablet and like it's not taking information. She's like, if it's top secret, why, why is it see-through? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the fact that she was super pumped that they had a file on her was yeah. also great because you yeah. got to be pissed about that yeah. and it was subverting that 
great. Well, and just everything, like, when she was, like, when she switched bodies for the first time and she was in the spacesuit floating through space, just screaming in terror. And then she sees Nick Fury and gets excited and thinks it's an Avengers test. Yep. Yeah, that was also good. Um, what were um, some of your favorite moments from from this? Because there's, there's a lot to get into and unpack. Yeah. Story. Uh, I think and this was in the trailer, but I still laughed out loud when it happened in the film. But whenever Goose eats someone for the first time and Kamala screams in terror, oh, yeah, uh, still I'm made me laugh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, every time I, I actually really loved what happened to the villain at, at the end, too, because we don't typically see things like that happen in, in Marvel films at all. Uh, uh, no, how what, what having their plan fully realized and having their dream achieved. Yes, no, but also not probably realizing that like it was going to kill him at the same time. Yeah. yeah, it was a fully self-sacrificial thing to where the person uh, played absolutely expertly. Uh, it felt earned, and it didn't feel like they were necessarily really a villain. They were just trying to save their own people. Yeah, uh, my yeah. favorite thing, my absolute favorite thing, we'll talk about later because it was the post-credit scene, uh, but. I loved the planet where they where they all sing. Clever, yes. very good. Uh, yeah. All the costumes, all the makeup and artistry there was great, um, and it felt like they were getting almost like I know that in uh, in Miss Marvel we had like a Bollywood moment, and it seemed like they were yeah. trying to not have that, but also have that in this movie, yeah. and they did it organically in a weird delightful way yes. and i guess that prince is some k-pop dude so he's yeah i i have no idea who he is but like i just assume like this, this is some k-pop person yeah brie brie larson was like he's probably the most famous person i've ever acted with uh <laughs> so if that tells and you it didn't impact ticket sales so stop trying to put in k-pop stars or taylor swift into acting roles to just get actors because it doesn't seem to help those movies no, I would rather have somebody from How Did This Get Made make a, a pop-up. Yeah. Well, no, because think about it, because like Taylor Swift wasn't Cats, that bomb. She was in that Russell, uh, whatever, Howard, whoever, whoever that director was, I can't remember. The one with, uh, oh my God, Valentine's Christian Day. Bale, uh, Margot Robbie. What did what, you say? It said Valentine's Day. No, no, no. Uh oh, are you talking about uh you two to me? Uh no, are you talking about uh what the shit is that? What movie are you talking about? Is it is that recent? Yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look it up. Oh, just David O. Russell movie. David O. Russell, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What was that called? I, I couldn't tell you. I didn't watch it. I heard bad things, so I didn't. It, it wasn't good. Yeah, actually, you told me it was bad, and that's why I didn't see it. Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Yeah. They forced Taylor Swift into Amsterdam. She, she was in that too. Yeah. Why? That seems weird. Because that, studios think it'll translate to ticket sales. For Deadpool, I get it. It makes sense. And for the character of Dazzler, fine. That's funny. That, sure. that that's, I'm okay with that. Honestly, you know what she'd be good in comic book-wise? What's that? I can't believe we're having a fucking Taylor Swift aside here. Uh, if they ever did a Wicked in the Divine film. Oh, yeah. Have her be. Yes, are you thinking Lucy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Make her go against type. Make her yeah. the fucking devil. Yeah, uh, that would be interesting. And then you also don't need her to be in very much of it either. So if she really blows at acting, which probably, um, you wouldn't have to worry about it. Yeah. Um, okay. So the main villain of this film is uh, Darbin, played by Zay Ashton, uh, who I know her from. Darbin. Yes. Yeah. 
I know her from Fresh Meat, the show created by the Peep Show, Succession. She's another too. I she, feel like I recognize her. Yeah, she's been acting for a while. Uh, but uh, I thought first she, thing. Good to know. I, I thought she did a really good job because, like, like I found her character to like. Uh, I wanted her to be smited. She seemed, she, she seemed so evil. Oh, sure, sure. That like oh. I just yeah I, I wanted the marbles to uh, just Absolute wipe smirk off her face. Uh, I I think they kind of did that, and then they yeah. also put a smile back on her face by letting her die? Question mark. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they did let her die, but what do you think of the fact that uh, uh, Photon or Spectrum never actually got a nickname? Oh, good. Why did we don't Monica Rambo doesn't need uh, an actual superhero name? Um, and honestly, that was one of the more annoyed with Ms. Marvel that I was. I was like, you can drop that. I don't need that bit anymore. After the first or second time, I was like, okay, that's enough of that. Funny the first time. You got to get a superhero yeah. name. I did joy, though, that when she tried to make them be called the Marvels, like, we're not doing that. And then when they were introduced, they were introduced as the Marvels. Yeah. And it was like, how did this happen? How did this catch on? Yeah, that was on the singing planet. That was absolutely great. Um, I will tell you, though, if I made all my predictions in the world, uh, I would not have ever been able to predict the fact that Flurkins were going to save a bunch of uh, or, shield or yeah. saber uh, representatives yeah. by ingesting them and then getting on to like, two or three escape pods. Which was a great scene to see those kittens devouring people and them all running away peg. Because, again, that's the reasonable reaction. Yeah, yeah. When you see a bunch of kittens, you should run in terror. Yeah, exactly. They're not there to help you. They're there yeah. to end your life. Because I, I do not think that those eggs invading the saber station were goose's offspring did, at all. Did not pick that up, and they even laid a lovely Easter egg for that with Ms. Marvel's mom saying that goose looked uh, fat or chunky. yeah, yeah, good call. But that was also like right after he had eaten a, a chair or a couch or something. Yes. So like, uh-huh, that's why. Yeah. Not even picking up the the pregnant. That was great. Hid that very well from me. Yes. No, so I, I I thought the humor worked really well in this movie. Yep. Uh you want to get I, to some of the the emotion bits? What are you are you vibing? Yeah, I, I actually for a little bit like I was annoyed at Monica being so upset with Captain Marvel for not coming because like in my mind she's like oh she, she's out saving the, the the galaxy so but then like and then but then I thought about it a bit more I'm like but I'm also trying to argue that she never took like an off day like she never took time for herself a single time over the 20 years and obviously we saw that she came back because we saw that flashback of her talking to Monica's mom. Yeah, and the crazy bit was uh, that I didn't really realize was the fact that uh, while Monica was blipped uh, during, you know, Avengers yeah. Thanos snap, her mom was living. She didn't yeah. get snapped out of existence. While while Monica was snapped and gone, this wasn't ever something that I thought about as a possibility. But her mom died. Yeah. So I mean, I always thought of you know people remarrying and all like their yeah 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 yeah. 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 Your parent dying while you're gone. Yeah, not, not being there for your mom who's dying of cancer in the hospital. Yeah. yeah. And then her Aunt Carol, the person that she relates to closest. Yeah. Granted, she hasn't seen that since she was a child, so I'm not yeah, sure yeah. why she was expecting her to come and see her. But she was like, you weren't there for me when I got back either. And that's why she was really upset at her. Which I, I can't blame her. 
Yeah. I did like the quick explanation of how she got her powers. So that she stepped through a bubble, like a hex bubble created by a witch in this town, New Jersey. Yeah. I was like, good. You don't That's need to think good. about it yeah. for, for 40 minutes yeah. why you got that power. It's yeah, fine. It's perfect. Um, in my disbelief, it's fine. Yeah. You watch it through a witch hex thing. Yeah. All right. yeah. I, yeah I, I don't need it. I don't need any exposition more than that. Yeah. To say that, we, it, it, if you didn't see WandaVision, that, that's good enough. If you saw WandaVision, that, that's also good enough. Yeah, 100%. Because, I mean, that's essentially what you walk away from that show with knowing yeah. she walked through a witch's hex bubble and now she has powers. Was there anything that like you didn't like about this movie? Not really. All my gripes are minor. It's all very, very yeah. minor. Really, like my like biggest gripe with the film is that I, I thought Nick Fury was great in this, but Secret Invasion seemed to have absolutely nothing. What happened to Secret Invasion seemed to have absolutely nothing to do with this movie at all. No, you're you're absolutely right. And I couldn't tell you where this falls in the timeline of Secret No, because the Nick Fury in this looks different than the Nick Fury Secret Invasion as well, too. I mean, this Nick Fury Secret Invasion seems like he's old and tired. He's got that full, like, gray beard as well, too. Yeah. And the, the Nick Fury in this that? seems more like yeah, like like Nick Fury, we've seen. Is he a scroll? Yeah, maybe. I don't think he is, but no. I mean, what's what's your theory on on the? I don't know. I I, I really don't know. It's while Marvel is pretty good at the continuity and making connections, even if they're just not like the most mind blowing connections, but having some, it, it just seemed like there was a disconnect between the two. So I, I really don't know. And that could that could be on us for not not yeah. knowing when this is is all taking place. But, but also at the same time, like I, I love the Marvels, so like viewing the Marvels as itself, I that that doesn't lessen my enjoyment of, of this movie. No, because when I think about going back and rewatching the MCU, I'm not. I don't think about going back and watching it in order. Yeah, you know, I don't. I don't know when slash if I'll ever want to do something like that. So yeah, to yeah. me, it's not necessarily something I'm, I'm worried about. I'm going to go back and watch the Marvels. Yeah, I'm not going to go back and watch the MCU timeline yeah. for a month and a half of my life. I'm going to go and pick the Marvels and the certain Avengers movies that I want to yeah. go see, the Thor movies and the Iron Mans that I want to go see. That's what I'm going to do. And we've talked about movies in terms like this before, but I think like Marvels is one of those examples of in like the olden days of Cable. That like if it was on like TNT playing, you would stop and watch it because it's always a great enjoyable scene in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not going to turn it on and be like, oh, well, I hate the next like 30 minutes of this. Yeah, yeah. No, you're going to be able to chill, chill with it. Yeah, yeah. It's a really, it's a really tight movie, like you mentioned earlier. And I think Nia DaCosta did a really good job directing and on the screenplay too. Oh yeah, everything in this is is great. I love all of the the space scenes. All of the costuming for for all is great. We didn't talk about the new suits, which no. I loved. All three of their suits, or or or, or the special effects either. Like I, I love the way that all of their powers look, especially Monica towards the end, whenever she's glowing, looking more like Spectrum as well too. Like how her powers look in the comics. Uh, uh, great. We got Lee Pace very very briefly in this, didn't we? As well, right at the start, as Ronan was Ronan in the very beginning. May, I mean, it might have just been a flashback too. Okay. I feel like they had her there with Ronan. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, our big bad, but I did like seeing Ronan the Accuser's big hammer that she yeah. as her like, 
villain tool. We also got to see briefly the Kree High Evolutionary with Carol killing the Kree High Evolutionary. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I enjoyed that too. Uh, yeah. So, what do you rate this movie on a scale of one to ten? Uh, man, I would, I honestly, and I don't ever think about rating these movies before our podcast and in the moment for the most part. I think that's only happened maybe five to 10 times. Um, and we've done several hundred of these episodes almost now. Um, I went back and forth a lot and I thought about this and waffled several times. I'm going to land on an 8.5. Okay. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Like, I, I like I couldn't decide on eight or nine. Yeah. And I'm going to go with Nate, but like this may, whenever you're in the year rankings, may climb even higher than, I know than I what I do now. Bias and I know how much I enjoyed it. And it was yeah. very fun. And I don't want to rate it too high because oh. it's not Wait. some transcendent movie. We need to stop. Yeah. The, the post credit scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Alex, uh, please hide your erection while talking about this. Flip it up into your waistband, please. My jaw dropped. Your jock dropped. Yeah, yeah. It was. Did did, did you stay and watch the post credit scene, or, or did you look up afterwards? Oh, I started the second that the credits rolled, and this is hilarious. The second that the credits rolled, I stood up out of my seat, took all my stuff with me, and immediately typed in the Marvel's post credit yeah. scene because I don't care to to wait yeah. for fifteen minutes. I can go and watch it on YouTube right then. Fuck you, and that's what I did. I watched the the post credit scene while I was in the theater, uh, but not in the theater. Yeah, yeah, happens. yeah, yeah. And it was incredible. Yeah, it was great. Seeing was Beast, great. seeing Kelsey Grammer voice Beast. Uh, yeah, it wasn't country grammar; it was Kelsey no, Grammer, baby. But it was so well done, like with Monica waking up and like seeing her mother and her mother's face, and like watching the emotions pour off her face and her like being so confused and uh, and happy, but like unbelievably so. And then her mom doesn't know who she is and then it pans out and then we get to see Beast wearing his, like his white lab coat mentioning that he's going to go talk to Charles. And then we pan out further and we see the doors of the X-Mansion like we saw in the X-Men films too. Yeah. Um, I think this is going to really heavily tie into all of the Doctor Strange multiverse of madness, all of the incursions and I think that's really going to to leap off of uh, the next Deadpool movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think you're right. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't see a movie like Blade having much or any impact as far as blending the universes, but yeah. I, I definitely see Deadpool could be one taking another big step in that direction. Uh, yeah. Blade might kill some minor characters from the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that aren't going to make it through the Avengers, but yeah. Other than maybe a Nick Fury appearance and maybe one or two yeah. uh, cameos, there's not much happening. Yeah. But anyways, I, I want to talk about that before we left. Uh, yeah, I'm glad that you mentioned that. Yeah, of course. The next episode we're doing, we're going to go to Netflix and we're going to talk about The Killer, uh, the David Fincher film starring Michael Fassbender uh, based off the French comic book. Uh, there's two omnibuses out now for the comics so if anyone that wants to read it. Uh, now is obviously a perfect time. But I'm excited. I'm. Uh, I saw this pop up on on Netflix, and I was legitimately excited to watch it just as a movie. Uh, entirely forgetting that it was on our our list of things that we need to watch. Yeah. So much so that we are not talking about Invincible next week. 
Yes. We're not talking about the new Scott Pilgrim show that, that is out also on Netflix. Yeah. We're talking about this. That's how excited we are for this. We know those things are going to be great when we get to them, uh, but really excited to talk about this next week. Revenge the Comics, I'm on Teshback. Uh, uh, splitting atoms and being a flirt ain't easy and stuff, right? It's yes. it ain't easy. Yeah.